0: G'day. Welcome to Formula Bums. Andy's here with Riso and eventually Dave. How you doing? I'm going great, thanks. Jacko has decided to go on holiday he's at the worst possible time. The worst time. Like, he knew there was a race this weekend and he's left it up to me to host. <laughs> like, of all people, I am not the host <laughs> of a show. I'm just here to talk shit about Jack. As
1: l- he He's good at what he does, hosting. He's not good at telling the truth.
0: He makes up his own stories. That's why he's so good at hosting. He just tells stories. Yeah. He t- he tells you whatever's in Jack's world. <laughs> Jack's world tends to be more entertaining. <laughs> anyway, we're here to we're here to review what was the Miami Grand Prix, What I'm believing they're trying to make the Monaco of the US. Did you get that vibe all weekend? Um, I got a very privileged vibe, in a way. It was Well, they were all doing like special livery, special helmets. It was all very, very like, hey, this is a big deal, this race. We want it to be a huge deal. That's how I felt. Yeah,
1: I felt that. The grid walk was pretty funny. Um, Brundle just getting offloaded by a lot of people. He couldn't find drivers because there was anyone but a driver on
0: the grid walk. That's fantastic. Did anyone (laughs) just, like, not know who he was? Uh, Pharrell. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. A few years ago, he did a grid walk at Monaco and... He tried to get a word with some celebrity who just brushed him off. Yeah, and that became a huge meme. I can't rem- for the life of me remember who it was, though, but it was
1: someone big and famous. I'm pretty sure he was trending after the grid walk because how funny it was.
0: Well, that that's good to hear. Brundle, keep doing it. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Miami was a race. It was. It was. It was a fun race. I do believe there was a lull in. Like for 30 laps. Yeah, big lull in the middle. Yeah, same, same as every fucking Formula One race these days. There's always a lull in the middle. But, you know, the moments that were exciting were exciting. I will give it that.
1: Yeah. It, I, I think through the design, they designed it so it was very error heavy. And it, it produced a lot of errors near the end when you find the drivers really tired. And really, because there was a lot of G-forces throughout the races.
0: 51 to be exact on a knock-on crash, All <laughs> right. Um, Yeah, I, I felt that it was designed as an endurance for the drivers. Um, in Miami, like, the heat. Yeah. It's, it's notorious for being humid and stuff. And you could see that with some of the pit stops, the wheel nuts sticking yeah. and shit. I think
1: Hamilton lost two kilos in qualifying.
0: Jesus. Yeah. they Screw were Screw the gym.
1: I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> And
0: after the race, you couldn't, like, Stappen just couldn't drink enough water. Yeah. Well, I did notice that after he got out of the thing, he was like, I think I need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> and then he made a comment saying, I think you do too. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed some of it. I will give it enjoyed that. enjoyed it. The people were we- its When there's a whole field
1: of everyone on their phones is holding up in the air, that's a weird vibe. I didn't, I didn't get that vibe.
0: That's just an American thing I've noticed, like. They're they're there, they're excited, so they've got to get it on its socials. Like, here I am, I'm at the such and such area, watch this shit instead of watching it on TV and appreciating it. Yeah, and just appreciating it and just experiencing the moment. I know, right? Like, when we were at the footy the other week, as an example, we were there, we were enjoying it, we were in the moment. We weren't on our phones taking photos of the damn players. Me and Jack were in each other's ears yelling at how much we hate (laughs) the other person's team. You know what I mean? Like that—that's what I think sports meant to be there for. And those shots of people on their phones, I was just like, could, could you not?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah,
0: it was odd. Just, just watch the race, appreciate what it is. Like, yeah, take a photo or two, but don't do it every moment. They're in the crowd. Yeah. So pre-race, we had a lot of news come out. First of all, Audi and Porsche from the VW group have confirmed they'll be coming into the Sporters engines. Yeah, twenty twenty-six. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, another competitor. Another two. Oh, so are they separate? Yeah, they're se- Audi and Porsche. They're owned by VW Group, oh. but they're separate engines. I thought they were like just No, one. No, no, no. Okay, no. so there's four new cars. Not not, not new cars. I think what's going to happen is Red Bull's going to sol- sell their engine to one of them, and the other one's going to partner with M- McLaren to sort of create two new engines in the field. Oh, okay. So... I can I can imagine later on down the line there will be talks of a works car coming in for both of them, which would be two new teams. You know what I mean? Like four new drivers with Andretti coming in as well. Hopefully, yeah, because he was a, he was another big story. Yeah, I watched FP
1: two and they had a big talk to him about it because he's top IndyCar racing, yes. so he's like Haas in America, real big. Um, he used to race F one. Yes, he. I believe his dad was a world champion too. Yeah, and then yeah, so it's exciting to see new people. Apparently, it just needs to get people's other teams to sign off on it.
0: Yeah, I've I seen a lot of vision from the the paddock where he was talking to people like Christian Horner, uh, France Toss from Alfred Towery. I believe th- those two have agreed. Also, Zach Brown's a real proprietor. He wants them in there. The other one being... um, And Otmar also agreeing that, yes, we need more teams. Obviously, Alpine's going to agree because Andretti's going to run their engines. That, that's the big news oh. story. So it's it's gonna be Andre Di Yes, okay. Who do you reckon saying no? <laughs> Toto. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Obviously Toto, he doesn't want well, the the argument against them coming in is it dilutes sponsorship and prize money to the other teams. Yeah. And obviously it shouldn't be coming out of the teams to get a new new team into the sport, you know what I mean? No, but it
1: does cost like two million euros to get a team in there. It's like two hundred. Or 200
0: Yeah, it's like something ridiculous. They set like a ridiculous price thinking no one would ever pay it.
1: Yeah. Now Drive survives more profit than ever and sponsorship should go off. So you think there's much to share. But I reckon it be maybe more Williams just scared that they're just going to keep falling
0: down to the bottom and not get any of that prize money. <laughs> Haas don't, doesn't want another American team <laughs> <laughs> coming into their market share. Speaking of which, Haas... I'm going to give them a negative one for this weekend. They had an opportunity to just bring out cool merch for Miami, being the only American team. Mm. Do you do you recall seeing anyone in Haas merchandise in the fans? I don't think I did. Oh, I seen a lot of McLaren, so a lot of McLaren. A I few didn't see Red Bull. It. I did a lot see, of Ferrari. I didn't see a single fucking Haas though. Yeah, like that was a big opportunity. Man. That was a huge opportunity to bring out like a cool Miami Haas shirt and just be like, we're an American team bring American pride to the audience. I guarantee you if an American big red white and stars exactly if they've seen (laughs) the red white and blue on a t-shirt they were like I need that because that's how patriotic they are. Yeah, The jewellery as well oh yeah that's a big story coming out of the FIA they're really hammering down on the jewellery Wearing of, op- of, like, drivers. Yeah, and underpants as well. Did you see Seb walking around <laughs> with his undies <laughs> over his overalls? I didn't. <laughs> he's, he's walking in the paddock. He's got his underwear over his overalls. <laughs> he's like, they're fire-resistant. It's okay. <laughs> Classic Seb. Ham- well, oh, yeah. Do you reckon it's directed at Hamilton?
1: I reckon the jewellery part is. Because it's always been a regulation.
0: But they're just enforcing it now. Well, Roman was in the paddock and he said that the wedding ring actually protected part of his hand in his crash. Oh, he was saying that if they told him he had to race without his wedding ring, he wouldn't want to. Yeah, but you like, he still
1: saw—I still saw Hamilton with his nose ring in. Good, and I think maybe earrings, unless and he popped them in at the end of the thing. But
0: like, does it really matter? Yeah, like. If anything, it's affecting the drivers aerodynamically. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a bit more weight. <laughs> yeah, a bit more two, weight. Two two milligrams of weight yeah. for a ring or something. I don't know.
1: And I'd hate to get like an earring caught in my helmet taken off, but that's up to I mean, the drivers really, isn't I it? I mean, if they want to risk it, they can do it. Yeah. Like, I can't see why it's FIA's
0: problem for jewelry. Fire resistant underpants, I get it. I can get that <laughs> too, but also like, I mean, are they comfortable? If they're not comfortable, then have other yeah. undies underneath. Well, and then so put your fireproof undies it. on. If
1: you're sweating like buckets of load because they can't breathe, that's going to be so uncomfortable.
0: Exactly. Like, I don't know. I I understand the crackdown on the underwear. I do to an extent. But the crackdown on jewellery, it's like, this it just seems like it's targeted at one person. Yeah. I similar, think so similar to the safety car rule that was brought in to target one person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No more going right up next to your opposition. You've got to stay in a single file, taking the Max Verstappen strategy out of it. Do you reckon F.I. is this
1: so old-fashioned,
0: they hate the nose ring? I'd like to hope not. I'd like to think that they are progressive, but also they, they race in Saudi, and they race in a <laughs> lot of desert countries that shouldn't get races. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're probably right there. <laughs> Maybe if they get a
1: nice sponsorship from a diamond company. Well that's the thing, they get they got sponsorships <laughs> the from
0: diamonds. all over people. Like <laughs> what is that? They got uh Richard Mill, the watch company, who sponsors yeah. a bunch of teams, um Schwartz sponsors a couple of teams, yeah. like
1: Rolex is huge over the field, like
0: oh, yeah. how many how many of them own a Rolex? Pretty much every driver owns a Rolex at this point. Yeah. Fucking like, Charles had that three hundred thousand dollar Richard Mill watch stolen off him recently. Oh. Yeah, that was a story coming into the race. He got mugged in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> like So, I believe the story is he's out with his trainer. They've just gone to dinner, like, pre-Emola. And someone's noticed him as they're walking. Because they're in this, like, this back alley sort of restaurant. They're just heading back to the hotel. And, yeah, these fans have recognized him. So, they've gone up to get photos and stuff. And as people have come up, more people have come up. And when more people have come up, someone's pickpocketed his $300,000 watch that was given to him by the the watch company.
1: That's crazy. Just the old shifty. That's a... They're so expensive. I've looked up them watches before. They're so expensive.
0: This I one think. was like, and if it's custom made for him yeah, too,
1: because he's a, a, like a red one with yeah, like
0: red a, red band. Um, so it looks pretty cool. Yeah. I
1: wouldn't mind one, but because I also saw his custom made Ferrari, the Spider that he rocked up in Imola with, he drove there from Monaco, and that's that's something special as well.
0: I, I, I don't know how Charles gets all this cool <laughs> shit. He's got, <laughs> like, he, you know, he owns his own, like the first Ferrari one in. But that was just oh. delivered to him as well in Monaco. I have no idea where he's storing at. <laughs> but, like, yeah, they were just like, here, have this. You won in it, it's yours. They must look after him. They must see the potential in Ferrari. must see the potential in him. Oh, there's heaps of potential in Charles. Look yeah. at him this weekend. Yeah. Like, Charles was going to be a world champion. It's only a matter of time now. Yeah. I think, yeah, we'll go more into the race
1: what happened, but he's definitely competing for World Championship this yeah.
0: year. And if he doesn't win it this year, he's gonna win it. Yeah, that That's that's what I'm taking away. Before we get into the race, I do want to bring up the fake water and the fake marina around the Miami Garden circuit. I didn't mind it. You didn't mind it? Like, I'm it, looks,
1: it looks stupid, but I would love to be in a boat for a day.
0: I <laughs> would too, I, don't get me wrong, but it It just looks like they're just trying to uh, make it Monaco. They want to have those boats there, but it's on concrete. The water looks so fake, like so dumb. (laughs) Like I can't remember who it was on the Sky Sports broadcast, but he was like just standing over there and he jumped into it. You see people (laughs) having a sunbake on it, like it was just. There was a point where I'm like, all right, that's just a bit too ridiculous. You'd be better off putting a green at the end. A lot of
1: it was ridiculous. I don't know if you saw the post race to the podium. No. And Verstappen got an escort by two police bikes that drove around a corner into the stadium, nearly hit the Red Bull team, and then it was over. Like, it made no sense. It was just a spectacle. It was. They were in back alleys most of the way. But the. Yeah. (laughs) What? It
0: was ridiculous. (laughs) It was. Whatever happened to just drive your car around the track on a cool-down lap and drive it into the pits? Yeah. Whatever happened to the... Cla- the, the that, that's classic. The
1: podium wasn't at the pits. That was half the problem.
0: But then... Oh, because it was in front of the stadium, wasn't yeah. it?
1: and Verstappen rocked up and somehow the the Ferrari guys were already in there for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know,
0: right? I did see that in the cool-down rooms. Science and Leclerc just having a chat and Verstappen's nowhere to be seen. Yeah. And
1: uh, Science didn't know he was on camera and he didn't have a shirt on. No, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's gold. That would have got the ladies watching. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I don't know. I liked it. I liked the the Grand Prix circuit. Like it was a cool Grand Prix. Yeah. It, it was, was a it was a spec. It was a it was very American. That's the best way I can put it. It was yeah. it was a spectacle. No one like the Americans can do something so grandular like that. If it's I think that's the word for it. Grandular. Like they just whatever. Whatever you imagine a race could be, they just times it by a million. Like, yeah, let's just make this like the biggest thing ever.
1: Because yeah. it was so, it was so fast. It was so. It seemed like the whole spectacle. Like, there's. Yeah. A, it was the
0: spectacle of being in Miami, and I think we can expect this in Vegas next year as well. Yeah. Vegas, I think we'll. I think we'll have custom liveries on pretty much all the cars. Everyone will have a custom helmet. Yeah, c- custom helmets. They were some something different. So, basically, most of the drivers had custom helmets this weekend. Yeah. A lot of them were cool. Uh, I uh, like La- Landos. Landos. Basketball.
1: Yeah. Great graphic. Does it like it? looked 3D. It looked like you could take it off. And it, it genuinely
0: trip. looked like a ball. It was cool. Ricardo, big dick, had a fucking sick one. Yeah. I loved his helmet. I'm a big fan of Ace Ventura, the movies. So. Hi, David. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> he finally arrived. Yeah, we yeah. snuck him in. Yeah. I thought I'd just uh, just jump straight into it. That's yeah. what you want. I uh, do like... Did you like that movie, and I really liked the tribute of the of the helmet from Ricardo. It was a good one. That was good. Gasly and Snowder, I believe, also had custom helmets. Joe had one. Botass had three. <laughs> they had three. three separate helmets. It was sick. That's flexing. It was really flexing. I'm pretty sure Tim, Tiffany Cromwell designed all of them. Oh, nice. Well, she designs all these fucking helmets. And she has for a while now. That's cool. Yeah. But I it really, not, I did not know that. Yeah. Every, yeah, really. every design, every custom design he's had since he started dating this chick has all been her work. Nice. Man, I wish they did like, I've got a couple of those uh, like miniature helmets. I bought a couple of the like seasons. I got a Hamilton one and two Ricardo ones. I wish they did more of those as customs. Like you can actually get, yeah, like they do like a yeah. run of like 500 of them, yeah. of the custom ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because cool. yeah. it's cool getting their like season helmet, but every now and then they just do like a one-off like. Awesome, awesome helmet. I'm like, yeah, I would like that. I would have really liked Seb's one from this weekend. Mm. But that whole preaching, we're going underwater sort of thing, that was pretty cool. Mm. What, was it? what was his shirt? The pre-party. Uh, welcome to the Miami Grand Prix in 2060, the first Grand Prix underwater. Cause <laughs> something like that because he's raising all this awareness. So, yeah, on your Sebby. Uh, that marina they built might actually be underwater next time. Then <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> we, were just, we were just ragging on how shit it looked. Oh, it was pretty tacky, yeah. Just that was probably the worst part of it the whole weekend was just seeing that. Yeah. It was a cool idea, it just did not look good in real life. Yeah, yeah. Other than that though, like the spectacle, like everything else around the track did look pretty cool. Like I liked yeah. that idea of the gondola. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, we were just discussing how Verstappen had to get a police escort to the podium. Yeah, I I saw that on Reddit. I didn't actually see the podium stuff in the the race. That yeah, watched, I didn't but either. But yeah, I didn't realize that the podium was literally right in front of the Hard Rock Cafe Stadium. Yeah, wow. Okay, didn't realize that. Huh? Yeah, you got a police escort. Was it through the paddock
1: or something? Yeah, across the pit lane, through the back, through the whole stadium, through all the thing. I was nearly hit the Red Bull team. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Horner had that's to is so to America, awesome. right?
0: Like, oh, yeah, That that's what we we're saying. Like, this is such an American thing to do, just to go big or go home. How are they going to top it with Vegas? Like, oh, I can think of a few. Ways. <laughs> yeah, down the strip. Well, that's going to be sick. Go through a casino, maybe? Yeah. Well, I'm expecting yeah. <laughs> what they've done for Miami this weekend to be just folds more in Vegas next year, Yeah. especially with it being a night race, being in Vegas. There's going to be every cu- team will have a custom livery. Everyone will be encouraged to have a custom helmet there'll be fireworks, it'll look sick. If someone doesn't end up in the Bellagio Fountain at the end of the, na- end of the race, uh, I'm going to be disappointed. That's sh- that yeah. should be what they're doing. Like They're obviously trying to make a Monaco in the America, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the, that's what I felt with the, marine, the fake Marino. Oh, like yeah. This, this one. Also, with next year going to Vegas, Like it's such an iconic American place that mm. they're going to do something cool. I could see them doing like the pool at Monaco in the Bellagio Fountain. Yeah. You know, if only Danny Rick could get the win there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, let's start with Alpine. Ocon had a 51G crash in qualifying and still managed to race. Makes Max look shit after last year now. I was now. about to say, isn't 51G like almost fatal according to uh, that, that it was Christian Horner? F- yeah, like... So, <laughs> did, did he do it himself? Did someone punt him into the wall? I didn't know. So I didn't see it. It was an FP3. had a massive crash. They were saying it was 51Gs according to every news report I read. Right. Um, yeah. So, if he did it himself, is that like... that's. That'd be standard Yeah, attempted Ocons. suicide because when Hamilton punted Max off, it was Hamilton that was, was trying murder. to kill. Yeah, it was he was trying to kill Max. So, fifty-one G impact, similar kind of circumstance. It's yeah, I don't know. Uh, he was definitely annoyed that he had a crash like that in Miami. I think was what I was reading. He was it was annoyed he had a fifty-one G crash. Let alone the poor team that have had to rebuild his car yeah, so he could race yeah. the next day because he they, he couldn't make it for qualifying. No, he it? he was basically put right, to P twenty.
1: Yeah, mm. had a crack he didn't even make Ooh. in qualifying, um, and then, yeah, raced to 8th um, place. He did start at
0: 18th, in a way. Oh, it, the, thanks to the, the Aston Astons being terrible, but we'll get into that. Yeah. i got a lot to say on those two <laughs> fucking terrible yeah, cars. Yeah, I did see that at the start, I didn't,
2: again, I didn't So, a, it. it was a
0: fuel thing, apparently there was a fuel thing in the car, they had the to bring it are, in to okay. refuel it, it was a fuel temp, actually. it was, yeah, something it was a too fuel temperature hot and, or cold. I one of them. I
1: didn't. I don't understand that regulation. I really don't.
0: wasn't listening when Crofty explained it. Yeah. And because Crofty explained yeah. it, he probably didn't tell you what actually happened. Yeah. So that's to do with it's like a hundred kilograms of fuel is the limit that they're allowed to put in the car. Yes. And I believe there's a minimum, or you have to be able to pull yeah, one liter. As a minimum yeah. temperature, it would be because as you cool it down more, you can get more and more in. E, if it's more, yes. Uh, hotter, it's yeah. Well, basically, what they had to do was they had to pull the cars in and refuel them before the race. Oh, right. and they couldn't get them to the grid, so they both had to stand, start in the pit lane. Yeah, right. I did wonder why they both started from the pit lane. Yeah, that, yeah. that was it. They both yeah. having temperature issues with the fuel, so they had to pull the fuel out, refuel the cars, and then they got to start the pit lane. Yeah, right. Yeah, made that made
1: Ocon started eighteenth, and then yeah, he, he just he, he got it on. Was s- quiet.
0: I want to say it was a quiet race, for Ocon was quiet. got on the softs at the end, which I think helped. That really would have helped because. Yeah. At the end, I believe it was only like him, Ricardo, Lewis didn't, but George did. George got on the mediums. Yeah, he got like, on mediums. He did George got on the mediums. Okay. Yeah, but yeah there's like a few. Sam was ca- a bit salty about that decision. Well, what a shock. A safety car ruined his race. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I, I kind of agree with him on that one. Like, they're cl- clearly not super competitive at the moment. I think they need to change that mentality that they've got of, you know, Actually, gamble a little bit sometimes now to actually get some results. Well, that's wh- that's what we seen George do. Yeah, exactly. It's George, 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 they wanted to pull George in, and George's like, no, I'm going to stay out. Yeah, no, fuck your strategy. And then he stayed out, got the VS- He got the safety car he wanted, p- pitted, and then ended up blitzing it to the top five. Yeah, again. Yeah, again. Maybe Hamilton's just been too used to driving at the front of the field for six, seven fucking eight years. Probably. No, I don't know. I I was. I don't know how much we want to go into Merck right now. Uh, I well, don't, I don't, yeah, but okay. I was meant to be talking about... Uh, Alpine. Alpine. <laughs> <laughs> as we just do. derailed that conversation back to Hamilton. Um, Hashtag fanboy.
1: Alonso, <laughs> great start. Fantastic start. But then just nudged every other <laughs> car as they went past him.
0: <laughs> Hit Hamilton, <laughs> fucking... Hit Gasly. That was rough.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. But he he tried for it and just, yeah, it, it wasn't his fault and... I, I like, it, he, I like that. I like that Alonso actually racing. Yeah, he's racing and he's just locked up. It's a bit unlucky that it happens. He got a penalty from the end, and that's he lost a place to Ocon at the end. Yeah, um, after the finish, he still got points, didn't he? Or did he finish eleventh? I don't. I don't know. So, uh, the broadcast said he finished uh tenth or ninth. Yes, ninth, and then by the end of when everything came out on the website, and I looked to check it. He was down to 11th. Yeah, I seen Stroll that. And Stroll went up. So I don't know what no, happened. No, no, it was
0: uh, Albon that went up. Elbon went up to ninth, and then
1: Stroll got into 10th.
0: Oh, shit. I didn't yeah. see Stroll get
1: points. Yeah, he got points. And then that didn't happen until hours after the race. So, I'm not sure what
0: happened. Yeah. There just a review and a 5-second or 10-second time penalty? I believe. Must it must have be been a something like that. double. I remember him getting some form of penalty. I can't remember. He that. did, but he
1: did serve that 5 and that's why he was... No, because at the end of the race, they were saying there was a... um. But that's the thing. It wasn't at the end of the race. It was about
0: 5 hours after the race. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, oh, the website changed. Yeah, but you know how the stewards are sometimes. They just sit on their hands and sit on their asses or yeah. race and go, oh, we'll investigate that after the race. Yeah, and typical. Then, yeah, yeah, they so come out and it changes everything. So if you got
1: a double five seconds, that's maybe why I got, got pushed. That's probably why
0: I got pushed because I thought he was going to get ninth with
1: where he was on the track. Yeah, and that's it came out ninth. Even when I was, I was so confused watching the end broadcast with some of the interviews and he was still ninth on them. And then even the highlights, they put him as ninth. And then when the team radios
0: came out and the website changed, I was, yeah. That, that's just, I don't even know why that would happen. No. I am currently looking into that. But while we're doing that, let's move on to Red Bull. Red Bull. I want to move to the Red Bull powertrain cars. And I want to start with Alpha Tauri. Because I feel so sorry for Pierre Gasly. Mm. Race. Mm. He had a horror. he had a semi decent race up until the incident with Norris. Yeah. Can I just say that incident with Norris, how did Norris not hit the wall? He perfectly yeah. pirouetted right in the middle of the track any, and lost a tire. Yeah. I feel like any other track, like he would have been in the wall hard, but somehow he just it just miraculously stayed almost in a straight line, spinning. I was, I was and he didn't crazy. even seem phased by it. It's like, oh, sorry. He was, yeah, it was yeah, annoyed. Like, oh, well, well
1: yeah. <laughs> did a big spin. Right. He was coming blind up. That corner's pretty blind, but he did move across and he stayed on the line and Gasly just didn't check. So,
0: speaking of Gasly, I just want to bring up reason why Fernando went to P11. hmm So, to begin with, he copped a five-second penalty for colliding with our boy Pierre Gasly, who we're speaking about. Yep. Then, after the race, the stewards then investigated Alonso for leaving the track and gaining an advantage on the penultimate tour of the race. So, the second last lap, which caused him to get a further five-second penalty, pushing him to 11th. Right. There we go. There's the reason why. Now, back to Pierre Gasly. Poor man. (laughs) I feel I do feel really bad for him. He seemed like he was in a solid position all weekend. Every time I looked at the the timing ladder, he always seemed to be sixth, seventh. Like he was in a good position. Obviously, he dropped back after the pit stops, had the incident with Norris, and unfortunately retired from the race. Mm. Yeah, because he got crashed at the end by Vettel. Yes. Yeah. So that's yeah, very unlucky. That is very unlucky. And for Sonoda,
1: Sonoda was this. I don't know if it's the conditions and he just doesn't have the confidence. But he qualified ninth, which I was the thought was a solid effort.
0: Oh, I just thought Sonoda got stuck behind the Astons in that DRS train. Yeah. that That's what stopped. Like but to start like ninth, he was... He, he was, was <laughs> starting really well in ninth. but then, he, then so what happened to him in the race was... I don't
1: know if... Because the bad strategy was to box early at the start of the tyres, and that just pushed it. I know uh, Haas did that as well. Yeah. They boxed too early, and then they, this were behind...
0: They got stuck in that DRS train, which was being held up by the two Astons. Yeah. Like, fuck that car, seriously. It ruined (laughs) this race. But it wasn't just then. It was Norris got stuck behind them as well. Gasly got stuck behind them. Like, there's something wrong with that car, and it's just ruined a bunch of people's races this weekend. Although, we say that, yeah, but weren't these regulations designed to be allowing people to pass? and no one so, could pass to a really slow ma- yeah Astons. there's a there's a bit of an inherent flaw in that then if like these regulations were designed so they can follow there's DRS zone so they can pass and no one can well they can on the top of the field it's the behind it's behind 10th that this yeah. doesn't seem to happen Yeah. If we think back to Imola even though there was only one DRS zone there was the DRS train from 9th to like 14th which Hamilton was caught in and we got to watch for 20 fucking laps yeah. you know I what th- i mean I thought
1: that was going to happen again when i saw <laughs> Hamilton behind um, Gazze at the start. I was That's like, oh, true. And then he passed him very easily. <laughs> so he, I don't know if that Hamilton was sick of looking at the back of that yeah. car. He <laughs> yeah, really would have been. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I don't know if these the back half of the cars just don't have the oomph to
0: the Astons it. definitely don't. Which yeah. is why I'm shocked they were able to hold cars behind them as long as they did. Yeah, I was. Maybe you know, it's just the the power deficit between cars. They just they are just so close in their power. Like obviously Red Bull's real quick, um, but other cars if they're all. Just within a couple of k's of each other, you're just not getting that yeah. advantage. And th-
2: that, yeah.
1: that w- the, the t- the last straight made it look so hard to pa- pass because you couldn't go offline. Because the ones that did go offline, they skidded and they went too fast, and then they got they got passed.
0: By the yeah. People well, behind well them. what I noticed from this track, it was very similar to Australia in a way where if you screw up turn one, turn two, three, four, five, and six, like in not saying those exact terms, but you screw up one turn the next four or five turns after that you're screwed up for you know what i mean yeah well i think is uh, a turn three and there's four five six with that real fast flowing yeah, section plus chicane yeah, yeah yeah that was a cool little section i liked yeah. watching the cars go through there but if you screw up the first turn in that exactly it's exactly like screwing yeah. up maggots and beckett's at silverstone yeah, exactly you yeah. screwed yeah, yeah. So, you know yeah, what i mean like i thought the track had some good variety of that kind of stuff yeah. in it just to make it a little bit difficult it made quality good and definitely made quality good, there was some uh yeah some good little battles through there, but yeah, just this d r s. train be- because of the Astons, man, mm-hmm. like that's what ruined it,
1: yeah, made a real Poxy race,
0: oh mm-hmm. well, that there was no
1: they it uh, made it a real Poxy race, they viewed a lot of the backpack the mm-hmm. the front pack was just spread out real quickly, um, so it made good racing <laughs> in such a such a like it was saved by the virtual safety car and the safety car, definitely the race also yeah, it was yeah. gonna be pretty race well
0: it seemed like max was on a cruisy sunday drive out yeah. front yeah. before that safety car like he cruised past charles on lap nine like he didn't even look a phase by it to be honest mm. it was just a simple drs pass he has six or seven k's on him without drs to begin with add the drs to it he's got 20 k's on him yeah like charles had no hope unfortunately yeah, Are we yeah. gonna get onto
1: red bull we might as yeah. well move on to red bull yeah. i'm already talking about him so yeah max Great work. He Max was had a
0: fantastic weekend. He he slipped a little in quality and he was mad about it, but it didn't didn't really affect given, anything. Given that he had minimal running in, yeah. uh, was it FP1 and 2? Yeah, he didn't yeah, really had run in both. fire or something, right? No, yeah. Something like that. Something in the rear, I think, caught fire. And, uh, yeah, given that, like, credit where credit's due, new track to have a, such a race and a good quality that he did with that minimal practice, that's pretty impressive. He's continued his streak, too. Any checkered flag he sees is 1. Okay. this year? Yeah, it's, it's a win three. or a DNF. Yeah. A win or DNF for Max at the moment. Yeah. So, a couple That's more pretty DNFs. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Checo. Checo, man. No,
1: unlucky. This, the car just not being reliable. Did you hear him on the radio? He knew there was a problem and they did not believe him and he knew it. And I don't know how they can't tell by him going, I don't what? have four... I'm missing four seconds here when he... They, they anyway. said
0: that to him at one point, oh, it's just because you're out of the toe. Yeah, and they, they like, told him he dropped the toe. It's like, mate, it's more <laughs> uh, than just that. Yeah. Bloody really? Like <laughs> I, yeah. che- I watched the mini race earlier today as well as watching the race, and they had to bleep two things in Checo's radio <laughs> <laughs> message yeah. because he was swearing at them so yeah. much.
1: Uh, and it was something to do with his recharge, the MUK. Yep, MGUK. And yeah, and then so that he had to change one of the sensors that lost him. Um, it was 20 kilowatts of power. Yeah. Twenty-six British horsepowers, as Crofty says. I don't know what a British horsepower is. It was
0: Brundle that said it was twenty-six horsepower. Oh, was yeah, and yeah. then Crofty made fun of him for saying British horsepower yeah. for the rest of the race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. But that—that's a huge loss. So in a cu- in one of these cars, though. you lose yeah. twenty kilowatts. That loses twenty-six horsepower. Yeah, it showed
1: yeah. at the end when he should—it should have been one-two finish. It really should have. Th- they were flying on the softs. Yeah, and the safety car—he should have passed signs, and he nearly did. That he—he he got um, near that. The, the pit straight He nearly passed him and then it was a, up.
0: a nice lock up it and was allowed science just to pull away from him there's no chance after that no he had mm. one shot and he blew it Yeah, unfortunately for Chaco but you know what really unfortunate because that would have just
1: really been good for my, my points it would have been really good for you <laughs> it was great for me though, <laughs> and Jack
0: because Jack and me got 12 points each. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Actually, we'll get to that at the end it would have been pretty good for the actual points total as well because um, I think Red Bull are they're not far. Six off. X points, I think, behind Ferrari now, which is crazy yeah. to think, since how they lost a heap of points in the desert. Yeah, with those two DNFs, yeah, that um, is crazy. Well, it just goes to show that it—you're not out of it. You know what I mean. No. You have two DNFs; you're still in the race. You're still in the hunt. And they do have a fast car. Well, they're the fastest car on the track. You know what I mean?
1: Do you reckon other races, what aren't so power heavy? Some some tracks that aren't so power heavy. The Ferrari's going to have a comeback. Is Monaco not... or oh, I guess Monaco... Monaco is going to be whoever qualifies
0: per, first, yeah. yeah. But Which will probably be Max, unfortunately. No, no, it'll be whoever qualifies first, Charles Leclerc, and then he will inevitably crash out at some point because... So, he whoever comes not, second. <laughs> yeah, he cannot seem to win Monaco. <laughs> he can't seem <laughs> to stay on the track at Monaco. Yeah. Poor bastard. Yeah, do you reckon there's
1: some other tracks that aren't... Yeah, there'll,
0: there'll be tracks where, like where it's a slow corner heavy track where the ferraris will be clawing back um the other ones too like that I think that's where we'll see the mercedes fire at these slow slower yeah. tracks mercedes so
1: were looking good this week Look, not looking
0: good they were looking better looking better is a better <laughs> way to put it yeah but we are still talking about the red bulls that was really it for the red bulls no, like is. they they basically just left what checo probably should have got third at least. At least. If, so, well, I he, he lost two points.
1: He was nearly having signs before the trouble. So I reckon he, if it didn't have the problems, he would have been third on that safety car and he would have got Leclerc at the end. Yeah. Even though Leclerc was fighting hard for first.
0: He was he was a madman throughout the whole race trying to get his slower car past Max. Yeah.
1: And it showed in the
0: points they went back and forth on fastest lap. Well, should we move on to Ferrari and just speak about Charles then? Because Charles had a pretty good weekend overall. Yeah, he did. The
1: the race pace, or well, I don't know if you call it race pace, but it's just the down forwards, downforce heavy car just gives so much wear to the tyres that are letting them
0: down. Yeah. That's what I'm finding. But that that downforce heavy car is allowing them to glide through sector one because sector one was where they were best. It yeah. was sector two and three in the fast straights where they were losing it, I found. So, you know, Charles is there. He's going to be a world champion at this, rate, With the, how fast this kid is. Yeah. I think this weekend was like a little bit of just like damage limitation for him in the end. Like he yeah. did get the maximum points he could get other than winning. So, you know, like it was definitely lead, damage limitation. Yeah, the lead's been cut. Unfortunately, he was the last two races it's been cut. I think he was 46. He was over ahead. 40 points ahead. 46, I think I read, and he's now 19. So, and a little stat know. that was brought up because of that was every person since 2012 who has a, had a 40 point lead in the championship goes on to win it. Interesting. The last person that had a forty-point lead that didn't win it was Fernando Alonso in a Ferrari, though. Ooh, well, I was about because I was about to say it's it's good that I'm a Ferrari fan now. So, <laughs> uh, but hearing that, maybe I'm maybe I'm not. So, <laughs> well, I mean, next week's going to be really good for both Ferrari and Red Bull, and I believe McLaren going back to Spain. Where they tested with no wall strong. And air. Mercedes. Mercedes, and Mercedes so will strong. benefit too because you know their car is radically different from what they had when they did the first Barcelona test. Definitely. They've done a lot of changes to it and they'll be able to get like-for-like like data. So that's, yeah. And also, I can't imagine they won't be bringing more upgrades to Spain. Yeah. they were yep. meant to. They, did they bring the upgrades in the end to they Miami this week? They bought a different rear wing, I believe I read. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was just the paint job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to be honest, but yeah. I think I think we're in for a tight battle with Charles and Max though going forward.
2: Yep. Definitely. And,
1: and you can see the childhood the all them childhood, childhood stories mm-hmm. are
0: coming out. And they just they're just made for battling. They're born to race each other. Mm. Yeah. It's looking good for the future, definitely. Like oh, definitely you know, if uh, people like Norris and uh, Russell as well, if they get their cars together, those teams, to have a few drivers battling it out. It's uh, yeah, it's good for the future of the sport, for sure. Definitely. It's been nice not knowing it's going to be dominated this year by the, by the look of it. Yeah. Like We really can't tell who's going to win every weekend, obvious from our predictions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always stick true of Max, but like we're all thinking, like, could it be Charles? Could it be Max? Could it be someone else? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That thought does creep into our heads. Like We are thinking who is going to win going forward. Obviously, at the moment, it just seems like Max is winning everything. But you know, yeah. when he when he gets to the finish line,
1: he, he comes first.
0: Basically, yeah.
1: so <laughs> he Science S- 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 had a good race. He had a crash on Friday, and I heard his neck was still pretty sore.
0: Science S- killed it, to yeah. be honest, in that slower car. Like he kept Checo behind him. He was cool, calm, and collected. At the operator. lock-up moment, he is a smooth operator. He was smooth through that passing opportunity Checo had late in the race and he just he hung he hung with him. He knew Checo had locked up and he just managed to cruise past him and then just cruise home mm. to finish in third. Checo, oh, but Sainz can't be upset with what he did this weekend. No.
1: And after not finishing last two races. Got it must be nice to get some points for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yep. Definitely nice. Other than that, like the Ferrari 2 are looking strong. They're going to keep getting stronger. What about Alpha? How are we feeling about the Alpha Romeos? Bottas
1: is doing all right. The difference between the two drivers is huge, which makes me confused. But th- Bottas th- is performing.
0: Bottas is outperforming that car. Something, yeah. like He outqualified Hamilton again. Yeah, like that's crazy to think. And, and it's got to hurt for Hamilton, but at the same time, it's got to be so satisfying for Bottas. <laughs> it must be. Yeah. Like knowing you're not going to get the message in your ear to let Hamilton pass. Yeah, yeah. And you can just get your elbows out and keep him behind. Because that's what he did. Hamilton yep. had a really good start, but so did Bottas. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yep. Which out. makes a change because, like, the last season, Bottas was having rubbish starts. Anytime Hamilton needed Bottas to be there to give him the assist, nah. He, he was, was nowhere. nowhere near it. He's either qualified poorly or he's qualified well and starts crap. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's he's got some consistency this season, which is... Uh,
1: Qualified fifth is a great effort. And then he, he kept that position all the way till about 55 laps. And, and he when he made, made
0: a slight mistake slight and had both Mercedes passed.
1: Yeah, which is, I was pretty upset for him. That was been a, really a
0: huge good. kick in the teeth for a him.
1: Huge kick in the teeth. And the safety car, if the safety car wasn't out. Uh, there was no chance of them catching him. There was no chance. He had yeah. fifth in the back. Joe yeah. had inju- issues, yeah. didn't he? He did. He was out lap seven. The problems continue. It's not the first time they've... Had to call him in. They don't say why. He was a bit disappointed in post. He sounded
0: he sounded pretty animated when they called him in on the radio.
1: Like annoyed.
0: Yeah, like annoyed. He was animated, annoyed, pissy. Yeah, He's like, p- "What? What are you pulling me in for? They're just come in." Yeah, it's not the we first time, the and, it's,
1: and I don't know what the problem. If there's this
0: some kind of. Yeah, sometimes I just don't want to say it over, over the radio. That's the thing. They'll tell him in the garage, but when it's being broadcast, you, just you do. You really can't risk it if it's a major issue. Yeah. Especially if Bottas could fall to a similar issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
1: it was disappointing
0: yeah. for Joe. It's definitely. Not, yeah.
1: It's not like I'm, if it's the same problem that's been happening every week and they're going, oh, it won't happen again, you'd be pretty annoyed that you, like, can't finish your race and it's your debut.
0: I know, right? And it's like, what, he's the country's given them 30 million to have Joe race in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure the CCP isn't too happy with that. <laughs> It's Imagine okay. that, Alpha Romeo brought down by the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, like, Alpha, they had a good race. Well, Bodas did. <laughs> Joe, I mean, maybe we'll see him fight one day. Maybe. Who knows? So I guess at least the American team, the Haas boys, who did pretty poorly in qualifying, I must admit. 15th and 16th, I believe it was. Yep. Or 14th, 15th. It was something like that. It was not good. They seemed to start the race well, both were, Mick was in the points for a lot of it, Magnuson was hanging on his ass the whole time. Did you see Mick and uh, and Seb? Of course, uh, I didn't yep. want to bring it up, but yeah. Yep. And uh, you could tell Seb on the radio, he realised who it was, but he asked, just to double check, <laughs> he didn't want to get too angry initially about uh, his adopted son. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Mick, sa- it Mick sounded pretty disappointed on Yeah, the radar. I was like, it was in yeah. my corner, but it really wasn't. I think that's the heat of the moment call, but, it you was. Know, it, it was nowhere near. It. He yeah, oh, it no. wasn't. It, it, was, was, not, it was, was never, never on, on Mick, yeah. On. yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just one of those disappointing things that happens in racing, but to do it, Mick, to do it to Seb, like, after the of relationship. There, people, yeah. not Seb. Yeah, but at least, you know, like, yeah, I think Seb will. Uh, He'll sternly discipline his son. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be um good talking to, but uh maybe the belt the bridge. Out. <laughs> maybe the wooden spoon, who knows? <laughs> Get the belt out. Just not slap him a little bit. Yeah. It's not <laughs> He's not just for staffing. True. He's not Yoss. Maybe it won't be a leather belt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh,
1: Bad bad race from Haas Bad but bad, str- bad strategy. Yeah, no, they t-
0: really didn't show up this weekend. They, they
1: boxed too early and just got behind the Aston Martins and just suffered. Who were on the hard tyres. Oh, maybe. One of them might have been on the hard tyres. No, tires. both were on
2: the hard tyres yeah. for the majority of so the So you race. would have
1: known that if you're behind them, they're not going to pit anytime soon.
0: Yeah, and you needed to get past them to utilise what you had sort yeah. of thing. So I don't know if they were thinking they were going to get past them. But just, just one thing on that Aston-Mick incident. Uh, did you notice at the top of the – when the FIA message came up, they said Magnussen, not MSC? Oh, no. They were okay. investigating Vettel and Magnussen for an incident that Magnussen had no part in.
1: Yeah, I saw a few things from... I don't know if that's from the FIA or the people writing the messages because there was a few errors, like Alonso going up 12 places. Yep.
0: <laughs> there was just uh, some weird... The graphics, is they're not working this year, to be honest, for Sky Sports. Whatever mm. they've, they've implemented, it's terrible. They haven't worked since round one i think we bitched about them every week (laughs) we don't see this the scoreboard much of the time we don't see the running order we don't see anything and when we do it's usually wrong anyway yeah but yeah like magnuson had a quiet race like we really didn't see him after those pit stops i remember seeing him maybe like once or twice you'd think they'd be hammering to show all the americans the american team that's in the field but they were nowhere. Yeah. They were showing some of the battle. Like not the battle. They
1: were just showing some of the DR strain, but I think it just got too boring. Yeah. And there's a bit more that's happening.
0: So, yeah, that's that's the harsh weekend. It was a disappointing home race for them, but luckily for them, they got another one later this year, and then next year they got three. So, you <laughs> yeah. know. Maybe one of them they'll be uh, good Yeah, maybe them. one of them they might be good. But anyway, let's move on to the Mercedes car, and I really want to start with Aston Martin because those cars are The cyclists of F1 in my book. (laughs) They are the worst thing on that grid. They've held up people. They just are not, they're not racy. They're they're the cyclists of the road, but in the F1 grid. yeah, They should be allowed to just hit them off the road.
1: For how much crap I give Stroll, I want to give him some credit for pulling a
0: good qualifying out. Come in. Yeah, he came 10th. He came 10th? Yeah, he was qualified 10th and then had to start in the pit lane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was rough. It was rough, but you know what? Like, those cars are terrible. They're terrible. They are so terrible. I don't. S- it's disappointing because Aston Martin's such a iconic brand. Like, they've got so many cool sports cars, so many cool road cars. They have the James Bond car. Exactly. Like, they're the James Bond franchise car, and their F1 team is appallingly bad. Mm. And it's got nothing to do with Seb. Yeah. Is it the end of Seb? Will really he retire after this? I think this is his last year. Yeah. How long is he gonna stick around if the car is crap? Yeah, I just yeah, I, I think the writing's been on the wall for a while. For Seb. he's just been hanging on, hanging in there, sort of thing. Yeah. But after this weekend, I'm just like,
1: do you reckon it'd be for good, or if do you reckon if there's some new teams in the comp, maybe they need an experienced driver?
0: Well, I did read that there is the talk, talk that. Aston will sneak Alonso away from Alpine and Piastri will move into that seat if Seb retires. Interesting. I can't see Alonso leaving a better team for Aston, though. I can't see anyone wanting to go to Aston I right can't, now. No, I can't see
1: anyone. I don't know if their, their philosophy is good. I don't know if their organisation is good. I don't think anything's good.
0: There's nothing good so at that team at the moment. Why it's would you go there? You, if you go there, you, you basically become a billionaire's plaything. That That's what I, I'm saying. Like you just become Lawrence Stroll's plaything. And Lawrence Stroll is going to demand perfection you and need, yell at you every time you fail. You need someone to play with your son.
2: <laughs> Man, no one he needs to get rid
0: of his son. Let's be real. Let, let's get two drivers in to develop the team rather than having someone who doesn't give a fuck and Seb who's more con- concentrating on saving the world than driving, which I, it's not a bad thing. It's yeah. not a bad thing that he's doing that but maybe it's time to put driving aside mate and just go do that because you'll him and Halbertson and kill it as humanitarians. Oh yeah, definitely. That's that's what they're good for. <laughs> I hope they I hope they stick around in the sport as well as like, you know, humanitarian ambassadors. Yeah, something like that because yeah, both of them are, will be good for the sport in that long term as the sport I guess has to change. In terms of how the world has to change. So. Well, basically, like mm. I think we all know that Formula 1 is moving to a more carbon neutral, yeah. carbon zero, sorry, um, running. Yeah. They want to m- minimalize how much carbon they put into the air. That's pretty good. Seven Hamilton should be at the forefront of that because yeah. they're very much engrossed in that. I know Hamilton basically sold all his petrol engine cars so that he could yeah. just have EV vehicles. And he sold his private jet for the same reason. Exactly. Like, and went vegan for the same reason. What's next, Williams or Mac? Let's do Williams first because I had a quiet weekend. But we need to give we need to give Latifi some congratulations. Latifi, yes, this is the second week in a row he has <laughs> crashed out. <laughs> he had a good little battle, I think, with Stroll at one point as yep. well. They were both side by side, and I was like, oh, here we go. This is going to end in tears for either of them or both, and neither and of, either them? of them. <laughs> it was neither of them. Yeah, which was it was co- good. I just want to give him credit. He did finish the race. This is the second week in a row. I will still give him no credit. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm he just going to give him a little bit. Of, I'm not giving him heaps. Yeah. Like, obviously, Album's outperforming that yeah. car. The best okay. thing about
1: his car or his race was the livery.
0: Yeah, the and liveries Dur- look Dur- really cool.
1: Yeah, the Duracell sponsorship. Okay, oh, that looks
0: awesome. Yeah, like, uh, pu- maybe they need to keep this livery, Williams, going forward because... I've been looking at the Williams livery over the past few weeks, and I liked it at the start, but now it looks very basic. It's a very basic livery, like the standard one. This one looks sick. Maybe leave that one on for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, they need something. If Latifi's going to keep crashing, they need more
0: sponsorship. They really do. (laughs) But Albon. Albon dyed his hair red and scored two points. He did amazing. He did fantastic, to be honest. To come from... He was back of the grid as well, wasn't he? Yeah, eighteenth. He was so sixteenth because yeah. of the two Astons.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, like there's that, a really good drive from Albon. He's he's seemingly driving the balls out of that car. He is great pick from them after uh, losing Russell. Well, George helped him get the seat. There you go. Because George and Albon are close friends, so George helped put the little word in, got Albon the drive, and Albon's repaying the favor, I believe. Even had a there was a good little battle. I don't know if you've seen it, George and Albon. I think he was lapping Albon, but they had a little nice little race up a straight, which <laughs> was pretty cool. I sort of appreciated that, but obviously George is well in front of Albon, pace wise. But yeah, can't give Latifi any credit. Fair enough. It, yeah. Do you want to give Latifi credit or not? I think I said maybe a little bit. He had a nice little battle, and I thought, yep, you did well not to end up in the wall. So. Congrats. Especially that's when the wall was right there, like right next yeah. to most of the track. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah, yeah. He's Canadian. He's a nice, seems like a nice bloke. He's definitely our favourite Canadian. But, you know, that's about it. Yeah. He's a driver. He drives. Let, let's be real. He's not last and past this season, is he? Probably not. Nah. I can't see him staying in that seat if Piastri's available. No. It sounds like he will be, so. But I heard it won't be even him. It's, Nick. Right. Uh, Nick DeVries. That's the one. That'd be interesting because Nick DeVries is a Toto driver. To Williams, though, that's – there's precedent there. There is a lot of preset no. of Toto getting Williams a driver. Yeah. yeah. You got them George. he got them Valtteri. Yeah. Like, like, who knows?
1: Yeah. So, as much as I want to see Oscar racing,
0: I just don't know whether Nick will do it. Nick's doing pretty well in Formula E at the moment. He's won it once or twice. He's an F two world champion. Like I know the desire to be an F one's there, but he's getting a bit old, isn't he? But he's like twenty eight or something. I sort of know who he is, but not. All I know really? is he he was technically the first Dutch world champion because he beat Max by like three months.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's all I know Get about a him. Dick Max. Um, I guess we should move on to last but not least. Oh no, there's no, two there's more. There's two more teams. Least but still closer to last than they used to be. Is that Mercedes? I was gonna go McLaren, but no. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, let's talk yeah. about Mercedes. Let's actually talk well, about the Mercedes yeah. work team first. Mercedes. They they've had a, they're on the up. I think. Yeah. I think this weekend proves that they're not terrible, terrible, but they're still terrible. Yeah. Toto is not happy with the output. The yeah. car is. Yeah. But you can't complain. You got fifth and sixth. No. Like, I don't think I saw anyone playing.
1: They. They were happy with where they come. I reckon they brought upgrades. There was nowhere near as much porpoising as there has been. Definitely, not, I definitely noticed that.
0: Mm. Um, but they still don't know what
1: the problem is. To see George in FP two go so well,
0: and um, then the next day, yeah, then can't next even day, get can't,
1: into Q three. No, can't even get into Q three.
0: Yeah, there's something fundamentally up with that. So that's why, like Barcelona, when you get like for like data between your old car and what you've got currently you might see a little bit more in the data there that you hadn't picked before. I think it's hard to to do that on, particularly on a new circuit too. Definitely. yeah. So here's a Timfo I want to take the tinfoil profit hat for a moment. What happens if Mercedes realise that the data from the last, like the, the first design from Barcelona is actually a lot better at Barcelona than the new design? Do we see side pods at Monaco then? Hmm. Yeah. Do they fundamentally change their car? Do they? It, well, there's Again. going to be a point where they have to admit that maybe this wasn't the right choice. Yeah. Well, I think I, I read something on uh, BBC that Toto had said something similar along those lines, basically, that when you look around the grid, their car is radically different to everyone else's and they seem to be struggling in a way that they don't understand. Yep. And potentially, that it's that radical difference because it's, you know, everyone has their own little things that they're struggling with, but Mercedes is sort of struggling in a very different way yep. to everyone else. So, you know, maybe. It's well, there, there's got to be a point where they just have to go, all right, we've made a mistake. Yeah. And like, unless they can somehow make this car work, I think Christian was right when he said, I'd rather have a fast car that's unreliable than a car that's slow. Because you can make yeah. a car reliable a lot better than getting a slow car to be quicker. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think if the data is different at Barcelona, we might see side pods yeah. at Monaco. They, you hear Toto saying he doesn't want to do small
1: changes. He wants to do one big change. Mm. So, I don't know if that's waiting to get to Barcelona <laughs> and seeing if it is radically different to the testing.
0: It'll be a classic Mercedes after the summer break, come back, dominate every single race, one, twos. Well, they, they don't <laughs> have a summer break. At this stage, they don't have a summer break. They're just in yeah. the workshop for... Yeah. one until their car is quick again. That, yeah, that's how I say it. Yeah, and of course in the summer breaks when the wind tunnel time is meant to reset, so they'll have if they're lower in the championship, they get a little bit more wind tunnel yeah. time than everyone else, are not they? Dre- yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, I reckon that's half the reason why he's holding it back, in a way. That you could be true. Yeah, but like they're playing
0: t- the system a little bit for their advantage.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be past Mercedes. They but do like to do that. George, just
0: king of the shit box performing because he's
1: the top five every race he He is the king of
0: the shitbox he's been driving nothing but shitboxes ever since he got to formula one the only change this year is it's not blue it's silver (laughs) you know what i mean like yep it does suck that mercedes isn't up there anymore i will i will give you that i do like the mercedes car i do like when they are winning sometimes but not every time yeah i think i think they'll get there that's the thing i think it's just a matter of when not if yeah. yeah Yeah, and
1: I reckon this week was better. You see Hamilton getting hit by Alonso at the start um, yeah. of the race, and then just easily passing him on the, when once DRS was activated, which yep. was interesting. Like it, I was like, "Well, they have, their car is different."
0: He sounded like the old Hamilton when he sucked about it. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was convinced there was something broken in the right yeah. rear, but there was nothing wrong with it. Yep. George, however, like I can't understate, George is driving the shit out of that car.
1: Twelfth to fifth is a great effort.
0: Oh, definitely, and and being able to tell James Bowles no, we're staying out.
1: Yeah, why don't we? Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, why don't take the gamble? Like, that does yeah. ballsy, and I really respected. I don't. That. Okay. That's probably that's probably a bit of the Williams upbringing though for him though, because yeah. they had to be ballsy with their strategies when he was there, and they got some results as a result of it. Mercedes, as I said at the the start, they've been way conservative, and you know. Maybe it is time for them at this stage to be throwing a bit of those gambles around because... You and know, if you're going to do it, do it with George because George is used to that. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, you've got Hamilton sucking that it, it's not playing out for him. But maybe next week, Hamilton takes a gamble and it but does play it's, out. Yeah.
1: But when it was Hamilton and they asked what... And he was saying, how do I know what the data is? How do I know where I'm coming from? I mm-hmm. don't... And I'm for him then. Why isn't his strategy telling him his options? What, like... Well, if you can do do think- this this and this will come or we can do this and this come out and that's given choices instead of going and wasting time which then you go and pass
0: the pit, lane, pit lane and, and that's the opportunity. what happened in yeah. L, um, I'm glad you brought that up because I've forgotten about that till this second that radio message towards the end of the race between Bono and Hamilton shows you the difference between Russell and Hamilton. Russell is more than willing to tell his strategist to fuck off mm. and Hamilton's just he's so trusting of Bono He's not willing to take a risk. So "You tell me what's best." And then Bono told him to stay out. And but I reckon he missed. If he told, if he told him,
1: the, you got this strategy, and you can come out this with this tires, or you can do this, and this will happen. He can make a decision instead of just going and wasting time. And well, by that, the that time, was basically what they were doing, was wasting time see, on the radio. Yeah, in Abu, Dhabi, in Abu Dhabi, the same thing happened, and he missed the pit, and that's when he should have came in.
2: Yeah, if yeah. they'd have
0: pitted, pitted at that point, I guarantee you Verstappen stays out in that race. Yeah. Like, th- actually, no. no. no Considering I'm where they were, Verstappen probably would have pitted on softs too, but yeah, they would they have had a normal race. I'm talking yeah. about
1: this year, Abu Dhabi, yeah. not next, last year, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi hasn't happened this year. Wait, wait a minute. You're talking about Bahrain? Nah, the other one. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and there was I someone in the other pit Oh, there. yeah, 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 that's right. That's we're were talking, and, and then he's like, oh, I missed it. You should have just went box, box, box. Yeah, because he missed it because after that point they shut the pit lane, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he couldn't come in the next lap. And mm-hmm. they caused him to pit under green, which cost him all those
0: plays. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you're talking and about. That's
1: what, it, it, he's trying to talk. He's trying to, like, there's this waste in time, the strategy. Mm. Every lap's it's it, only got a certain
0: amount of time. It's interesting where you picked up one that you say Hamilton's very trusting of Bono and his engineers. There are, I, I can re- recall multiple instances where you hear Hamilton on the radio. I Guess saying something like I, I don't think this is the right strategy, guys. After he's already been into the pits or something like that, it's he. He just follows their direction. He, he doesn't. It. He doesn't speak up for himself. Yeah, is yeah. how it feels. He's a seven-time world champion. Do you think Michael would have just listened blindly to his strategists? But in his defense, it has worked a lot for them. I I do agree yeah, with that. But it, I think generally, they get it right. Generally. But I think this year is a lot different to previous years because, yeah. first of all, he's not at the front all the time. So they need to be making bold strategies to yep. get those places to get him closer to the front.
1: And you see the bold strategy just helping Russell out. Starting oh, they, they, they made starting a point on, on hards, going as long as you can, and just and praying him. and hoping that
0: you can do something.
1: But I reckon it was a good insult. Like He knew how tired he was getting. Other people are going to be tired. Someone's going to go into the war. Exactly. Exactly.
0: I was like, surprised more people didn't come into the wall. I'm actually really shocked with how many people actually crashed in this race, because I thought there'd be a hell of a lot more. Yeah, mm. and the one person that did crash didn't go into the wall. Amazing. Well, we should speak about that. So let's move on to the podcast favorite team, McLaren. Yo, yo, yo. Lando Norris. I know Jack shits on him a lot, and this week we don't get to shit on him because Jack's not here. But he did really well keeping that car out of the wall on three tires. Did, but I'm still gonna shit on him. I don't even know if he had any control of it over that. I just think it just was the luck of how he got hit and spun. I don't think he, I don't think he was in oh, control. He has, con- he at has control all. of the brakes. <laughs> Maybe that. Maybe <laughs> that's, that's all he had. I would have been like that brake pedal would have been through the floor if that was me. Yeah, right. yeah. I was yeah. like, fuck stop. Yeah, yeah. Even if it did absolutely nothing, my foot would have been through the floor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I reckon he didn't have a great race. I think it was half his strategy. He also boxed early, and then he had a bad pit stop. And yep. he was... he was it was only 1.6 seconds slower was, than normal. But that was the 1.6 seconds he would have been in front. Yeah,
0: If he did not have that little fucker, up, he would have been ahead of the Astons and his race was on. Yeah. And, and then... That's what I bring back to the Astons ruin people's races. You get stuck behind them and can't get past them. It's basically ruined so many people's races. And Norris is a prime example. I reckon Norris was on for something if he had got out in head of, ahead of those two Aston, mm.
1: I don't have the data on the Tide deck, but I reckon he could have gone a bit more further and then maybe had a bit more insurance. But he was probably trying for the undercut. You know what I mean? Trying yeah, to but it's so people. risky to come out so close to them. And then if you come on h- hards and you've got 10 laps to activate them, they're going to overtake you and then you're going to be behind in Aston Martin.
0: I agreed. I think the other thing they didn't realize too is they – they probably didn't factor in that little fuck up in the pits. No, it
1: wasn't even that much. It was three point six seconds. Like, it's yeah, 1. it's not. It's n-
0: but it, it's a sport where tenths of a second mean the world. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And That's why I love this sport. <laughs> to be yeah, honest. to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we sit here and go three point six seconds, that's so slow. And it's like, <laughs> geez, guys, like it's <laughs> pretty bloody quick. But it, 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 once you've watched it enough and you watch it, you go, that looked slow. Oh yeah, that was slow. Yeah. Like you can, yeah. And it does make those differences, absolutely. Well, one thing that they're implementing in the new game is in, when you pull into the pitch, you have to actually hit a button to turn into your pit box. And if you miss that by like point of a second, it slows your pit stop down in the new new version of the game. Oh, right. That's, that, that's what they're implementing this year. I'm really excited for that. I think that's really cool because obviously there's so much built around pit stops in this this sport. Yep. And in the game, you used to just you pull in and either you had the pit assist on, which would just do it for you, or you'd do it yourself and you'd fuck it up. <laughs> Run but over the, a mechanic or two. Exactly. Yeah. Which didn't matter, it's a video game. <laughs> They'll just get straight back up and change the tire. <laughs> it's crazy. But um yeah, I think it in the in a world where the pit stops are so vital and point six of a second causes you to get stuck behind someone and ruin your race. Like, it's fantastic, <laughs> to be honest. it it's really fantastic yeah. that human error can cause this. Yeah. And it really does sort of show to so sort of show that it is the team sport aspect of it, really too. Definitely, like, you know, there's the driver can only do so much at that point. Then it is down to his team that have the strategy, that their pit mechanics that have their skills and capabilities to do it quickly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's cool to see. It is cool to see. And now let's talk about the big boy, our favorite driver who did not do too well this weekend. But he had a really cool helmet, so He that's did that have matters. a cool helmet, and that's about all the positives from the yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Usually, Danny Rick turns it up in America, but this weekend, it just didn't
1: didn't hit. Nah. I, I didn't see much of him through the race. That's because he
0: he was just nowhere. Yeah.
1: And he was nearly in the points, and then he got a penalty at the end. Yeah. That
0: pushed him down. That's just sad. It I, it's, now I'm getting sad <laughs> about it, to be honest. But, but I like seeing Danny Rick do well, and I, I'm just disappointed for the poor bastard. I yeah. really am.
1: He looked yep. dehydrated at the end of the race. He looked thin, <laughs> real thin, to be honest.
0: Did we get any word of any of the drivers having the drink malfunction? I don't think. Uh, that I don't was. think so. But could you imagine if your drink had malfunctioned around this track?
1: <sighs> You'd nearly want to retire. Yeah, basically, Verstappen couldn't drink enough water at the end. Um, someone else was drinking heaps of water, and it was Charles like chugged a bo- bottle yeah. at the end. Someone they lost losing about two kilos in the race. Ridiculous. It's
0: ridiculous, crazy, mm. and that's the, that, that's why Singapore is so appealing and such an endurance race because you lose about two to three kilos in the yep. race, yeah, and that just showed like it's just
1: for what the race was. It I reckon it's going to have that aspect of endurance, and, definitely, and and you, it's going to be a race. And the most important part is at the end, like last twenty laps, where you have to focus so hard. When you're so dehydrated And, and then not d- make a mistake because a mistake on one of the corners affects the next three corners or someone's behind you in a DRS and you and then you then you skid out.
0: Yeah, and then it's you're spinning. in the wall. Yeah, you're in yeah. the wall.
1: Or just taking the wide corner like Bottas did. Yeah. And then losing two
0: places. Mm. So w- overall with this weekend, how, how would we rate the Miami GP? Where where would where would we sit this track? I'd have it back. You'd uh, have it yeah, back, yeah.
1: I'd have it back. I reckon yeah. it's going to only improve as well.
0: Like I think I said in the uh, in our lead up to it, like it could be a it could be a back you situation. First year, you know, it's no a, one it's really knows. Thing. It's a learning thing. No one really knows how it's yeah. going to go. The strategy's not going. Um, the second year might you know it, it might be, be, be good. I think the track be. has potential. Yeah. It definitely has potential. Um, I just, I'm just wondering if F one's going more street circuity than it really should be yeah that's my only yeah. downside to it like when you think about it we've got Miami we'll have Las Vegas next year we've got Monaco we've got Baku Australia uh Canada Singapore. Singapore it's Saudi? Saudi Arabia yep, yep. um like th- that's there's so a many, lot there's a lot of street circuits on a, a when traditional racetracks are just as good. And that, that, that's my only flaw with Miami is I'm sick of seeing straight circuits. I love seeing traditional race circuits. It's just the traditionalists in me. Yeah. I see no difference
1: to be honest. <laughs> I see cars go around the corner and then fair enough, but it's, I reckon it produce, I think next year will be better with the strategy. but one thing annoyed me and I reckon it did affect this weekend is the qualifying with the Q2 starting tires, which I just I don't know why they took that out. How they don't have to start on the tires. I, they I walk- wish
0: they would. I wish they'd bring that back. Yeah, yeah. I
1: reckon it does affect what yeah. was going on.
0: I, I think the the idea of taking it away this year was just because of all the reg changes. Like they thought strategy would be varied enough as it is if they took it away. But I think they need to bring it back for next year. Yeah, the, yeah. That Q two tire and you locking that in as your qualifying yep. tire. It just, I don't know what it was. It just gave eleventh through twenty. It's just a little bit more of an edge. Yeah, and yeah. And I think even with the new regs this year. That edge is still needed. But then yep.
1: even the top 10, like, Stroll could have had the different tyres started a bit up. He would have made the pack a bit annoying. But it, you would have seen more overtaking and you would have
0: seen more racing. Yeah. And that's a, that's inherently what we want out of this sport is we want to see people racing. Yeah. We I don't, don't want to see a Sunday drive. We want to no. see racers doing what they do best, which is hard racing and overtaking. You know what and I mean? It's not the top.
1: Uh, five teams just pulling up uh, um in front of the rest.
0: Exactly, mm. and hopefully come next year we'll see some of these lower teams. They'll move up towards it. Cost caps coming in, so obviously they're not spending as much to develop the cars anymore. You know what I mean? Like, but no. I guess overall we we enjoyed the Miami Grand Prix. Yeah. yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say it's an enjoyable race. It has potential. Maybe drop the street circuit and give us another traditional track, though. So this week was probably... Disappointing for me. It was disappointing for some. It was (laughs) really good for me and Jack. So I need to pull up Instagram so we can review. Everyone's individually. Who
1: was thinking Alonzo was going to be in top five? That was silly.
0: That was a fantastic choice, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's start with Uh, the last one to release, which was
1: Reese. I had Russell. I had Russell there,
0: but then I changed him. I bet you're kicking yourself now. I am kicking myself. So Riso. You scored six points for first because you had Verstappen. Yes. You scored one point for Perez because he was in the top five. You got another point for Leclerc and a point for Saints. Yeah. So that brings you to a whopping nine points for this weekend. Da. Davo. Yeah. Look, you had it you, you got three right. They're just unfortunately They're in, the in the wrong order. positions. Yeah. So that's Hell. only three points for you and Hamilton did better than predicted, so there's no extra bonus points for you. Yeah, I know. He did better than eighth. So He did a lot better than I expected, yeah, to be fair. To be honest, yeah, me too. But so you know what, I'll give you an extra point. Hey. I'll give you four. Woo. I'll, have to, I'll have to go home and edit it, but... I protest. <laughs> protest. You're going to protest? You're going to be the Alpini? I was going to say, you're going <laughs> <an> official <laughs> protest on this one? Well, the stewards will get back to you on that. <laughs> stewards will get back to you over the next week. Elf. Uh For the crazy maniac known as Jack, you got, he, he did pretty well. Same as me. So he got Verstappen in first. So there's six. Leclerc in second. That's four. Perez in third, well, that's one, and he picked Saints in fifth, which was one, and sorry, Danny Rick, but you were nowhere near fourth. Yeah. And for me, I had Verstappen, Leclerc, Perez, and Russell in my top five. So that's 12 points for both me and Jack, which yeah. means that in their world championship ladder, I have moved to 40 points. Jack has moved to 29 points. Riso has moved up to 19 points. And if the protest is disbarred, <laughs> Dave will be on 10 points. Woo! And Bring the whole reason I the gave rear. him an extra point was just to make sure he was in double digits. Yeah. Bring it up the rear. <laughs> I'm sure you'll fucking kick our ass when we hit Europe, though. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. I'll probably give you another opportunity to get three points. <laughs> Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah. I feel co- bad the, we gave you The, the consolation points. prize. Yep. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, everyone. It's been an absolute pleasure being here. I'm very sorry if the hosting has been horrible this week. If you've hated this week because Jack's not here, feel free to send all the complaints to him. And maybe he won't go away on us anymore <laughs> for yeah. his birthday. At least that won't happen for another year, though. Yep. Um. If you want to reach out to us, please reach out on Instagram, Discord, with at Formula Bonds on pretty much everything. And we need to kick Jack in the ass and make him make a Facebook page. He hasn't got a Facebook oh, page for it. Yeah, so we should do that. Jack. When you listen to this podcast, get onto it. Jack, that's your one job for the next two weeks. You just need to make a Facebook page, mate. And if you don't, um, we'll come up with a punishment. Uh, anyway, Maybe. thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, we'll see you on the 19th for our preview of the Spanish Grand Prix. See you. Thanks, guys. Catch us. The other one being... Um, I'm helping. Yeah, they're... Hobmar. Okay. that's it. Alright, hold on.
1: Yeah, so disparate, So... It's so... Disparising. It would have been great to see. Sonoda Out lap 7 because of some
0: more problems. No, sorry. Joe. Sonoda's in the other one. Yeah, he's... he's the other Asian. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs>
2: yeah,